On this bonus episode of BTS, we are recapping the special night that was the MBC Genie Music Awards. Topics include the red carpet, BTS's collaboration with Charlie Puth, Jungkook's speaking and singing in English, the awards BTS was nominated for and won, and their special performances of Idol and Save Me, I'm Fine. Join us as we relive the special night in BTS history. Let's get it! hi everybody well i'm super tired uh because i didn't stay up all night i went to bed about 9 30 last night and i set my alarm for 1 45 this morning and i watched the nbc genie music awards live so the red carpet started at 2 a.m uh my time I should have known not to get up at 2 a.m. because BTS didn't come on until they were the very last people to show up. <laughs> so they didn't show up until 3.55. But I was really happy that I watched it because their red carpet was totally different than how music award shows are here in the States. Um, first of all, this was the first year that this award show was being hosted. It was their first annual but it was such a smaller scale than what they do here in the States. I mean, they have them in LA and every athlete and celebrity and music star comes to these things and they're all dressed to the nines and they all try to like outdo each other on fashion and the outfits are usually outrageous. And I'm like, what the heck am I looking at? But this was pretty subdued. Like there, there were only two hosts and normally at like an award show here in the states there's entertainment tonight there's a hundred different celebrity outlets that are trying to interview these people and talk to them there's cameras everywhere there's people everywhere and this was such a small scale it was absolutely crazy to me most of the guys were in just regular black suits um some of them had a little bit different maybe a different shirt underneath or something but most of them were just in black suits. Most of the girls were in black, which was I thought was different. But they were all pretty modest outfits. Um, there were a handful that were a little different and kind of over the top. But it was kind of refreshing to see. I don't know if that's my age showing here because I used to love watching award ceremonies for the fashion. But nowadays I just look at it and I'm like, what are they wearing? Like, they made it out of like a trash bag or something. I don't know. Everybody was dressed really nice and it was really classy. And even BTS, everybody except J-Hope <laughs> was wearing just like classic suits. And he had to be different and wear a bucket hat and like a flower t-shirt. But that fits his personality. So yeah, so that was funny. But I was actually really glad that I did watch the whole red carpet thing just because it was a lot different than how they are here in the States. But then I stayed up and watched the entire award show, which was really, really long. It was like almost four hours long. And around 6 a.m., I kind of hit a wall and was thinking, oh, it's got to be over soon. Nope, it wasn't over till 730 this morning. That is super intense. 
my story about this award show is quite different. So Molly already told me that she's going to stay up for it. I'm like, you enjoy. Because <laughs> um, I just knew that, like, in this day and time, and, you know, I feel so old. <laughs> Back in my day, they used to have moving pictures of black and white. <laughs> I am going to actually reference um, back in the NSYNC days, <laughs> back in the NSYNC days, like I had to watch stuff like live because like the internet wasn't the way it is now, but right. I knew with BTS, like stuff would be up immediately. So I was like, Oh, I'll just go to sleep and I'll like, you know, catch it tomorrow morning. But I actually happened to wake up in the middle of the night cause I had to go to the bathroom. And so that was about 3am my time. And so I was like, well, let me go on Twitter. I mean, that's healthy anyway. <laughs> <laughs> So I was on Twitter and I was looking at things that were trending. And this is such a weird 3 a.m. story, but <laughs> <laughs> looking at things that were trending and day six was trending. I think they're um, a K-pop band. And then all of a sudden, like BTS and stuff started trending. So I was like, oh, yeah, these awards are on. Let me see. And like at that point of the night, that's just when like the Charlie Puth thing was happening, which we'll talk about in a moment. But yeah, so the red carpet, I actually did not get to see any of that at all so it's nice to hear the rundown about that um actually so I'm trying to actually look a little bit at a couple of things and I saw a couple of gifts on Twitter about the red carpet were all their suits oversized I'm about to go into um really just V but you know V wears a lot of like baggy pants and his coats are usually a little bit bigger so his just his suit looked a little big and then Jungkook's coat looked very big but they all had on coats it's it's really cold there let me look at the weather <laughs> right now everybody but J-Hope I think had a coat on it and is, sugar so okay and sugar, so yeah it's it's 54 degrees but it's 10 a.m right now so it was probably in the low 50s maybe high 40s Ooh. last night um, so, when they were there. So I don't think their suits were too big. I just think these pants were baggy pants like he usually wears. And then he had on a coat that was maybe a little bit oversized. And, you know, Jungkook wears oversized clothes anyway. So his coat was maybe a little bit bigger. I didn't well, I didn't notice anyone other than V being maybe a little bit. I'm looking at it and I'm doing a little fashion rundown. So it looks like V is wearing maybe someone else's like <laughs> suit. <laughs> Um, oh, Sugar looks real cute. Okay, I know that's my bias, but he looks like a nice tailored suit. Little, little Jen's coat looks a little big, but I don't know. It's a that's because he has such you know, like prominent shoulders. This sounds like I'm like insulting them. I'm not trying to. Um, I'm just going through it. And then, like, Jungkook's pretty much wearing the same thing as Jen, yeah, and then. RM is wearing pretty much the same thing as them, except in leather. <laughs> and then Jimin. Um, Jimin's suit is... Jimin looks good. Yeah, tailored to tailored, a T. Yep. Like, I'm sorry, but you can't say that Jimin and V went to, like, the same tailor. <laughs> <laughs> no, and not then, even close. And then J-Hope, you're right. He's kind of on yeah. a different, like... <laughs> He's on a whole nother level. He's... It's eclectic. Uh <laughs> But his pants look really big, too. I mean, that that could be, the, like, the style and everything. But, yeah. I mean, they look good. Overall, they look good. So there's no shade, no hating no. or anything. I think but, Jungkook and Jin's, like, their clothes fit, I'm sure. They just have jackets that yeah. are a little oversized. Yeah, Sugar V's is the only one that, yeah, he looks like <laughs> his tailor didn't know much what he was doing. 
but he wore, you know, he loves stuff like that, and he always wears baggy pants, and yeah. So I mean, it fits his style. It does. It does a little bantam style. Okay. Um. So yeah, that was the red carpet. So thank you so much for giving me the recap because like I didn't get to see it, and that's interesting to hear that's so small. So I might have to like go back and watch some of these videos about the red carpet because like even when I watch award shows here in the United States, I don't really watch the red carpet. So yeah. Sometimes I do, but not really, you know. I mean, I I couldn't understand anything. Obviously, they <laughs> didn't have any captions or anything. It was interesting just to watch the flow of it. And there was only one little part where they stood to take pictures and there was a mark where everybody's supposed to stand and they, they came out one by one and those like Mercedes vans or whatever, you know, they, they walked up, walked up on this little stage, stood there maybe for two or three minutes to have their picture taken and then went to go talk to like the hosts or whatever. And then they went back and went inside and it was very streamlined. It was really fast. And it's not like, you know, in the States, there's a thousand photographers. You got to stand here. You got to yeah. walk two feet and you stop again. You walk two feet, you stop again. That's not, they had one little stage where you stood to take your pictures and then keep it moving. So it was just really interesting to see how different it was from here. And, and I still enjoyed it, even though I couldn't understand much of what anyone was saying. So why don't you take us through BTS's participation in the show? So I was really excited for the actual show part. I've never watched a Korean award show, didn't know how it would go. It went pretty much how our shows go. You know, there were um, there were actually a couple of people from some of the K-dramas that I watched that were presenters. So they did have celebrities that were there. That was kind of cool to see some familiar faces. And for the most part, it went pretty smoothly. But BTS in the first, like, 15 minutes, they won every single award. Like, their names just kept getting called and getting called and getting called. And I love it because <laughs> they were so surprised every single time. I feel like maybe deep down they knew they were going to win. But then they're just like, oh, my gosh, we won. And really, their only competition was one on one They were really the only other group that even I felt like had fans there. Anytime their name was called in um, in the category where they were nominated for, BTS and 101, their fans were, were going crazy. Um, as far as the male groups, there were some female group fans there. Their reactions, I took about a thousand screenshots. I know I could go back and watch later and maybe get some better quality. I had a really bad connection, but I just wanted to get their live reactions. And it just made me so happy and every single time they would get up there. Oh, and one thing that I did notice, so in the past, and I know even at some of the uh, American award shows, RM is usually the one that speaks. He's their leader. So he's usually the one that gets up and, you know, reads their speech or says thank you. And we've seen Suga and J-Hope as well. Well, this time, all of the younger guys were the ones that got to do the speeches. And it was really cool. Uh, RM and Jin did do some. Suga did one. Um, it was after Jimin and V and Jungkook already said stuff. So Jimin actually led the way on a lot of their speeches, which I thought was really cool because you don't ever see him getting up in front of kind of, I don't know, getting in the front like that. He's usually, he's a dancer and he's a singer, but he's not the one that usually speaks up like that. So I thought that was really cool to see. 
Do you think that like RM's like tired of accepting awards? He's like, please, now that we're here, not like because he's tired in general, but like you guys can talk. Like I always have to do it, especially when we're in like places where I have to speak English. So like take the microphone, just enjoy. You know, I feel like it's more of him maybe grooming them to be better public speakers for the future. We want them to always be BTS. We know we have at least another seven years, but what's going to happen after that? Jin's going to be in his mid-30s. If they're not a group anymore, some of these younger guys, they're going to only be in their late 20s, early 30s. Whatever they're doing, whether it be in the entertainment industry, they're going to have to learn to speak on their own. And I feel like he's just kind of like grooming them to learn how to, I don't know, just to learn how to step up and be the ones. Because you're right, he has been the one they've been so big in the states lately he's kind of been the one to take the front especially this year they've had to speak english a lot so he's been the one to step in but now they're back in korea and this is a korean award show then they can kind of be the ones to take over and thank their fans and and learn how to gracefully and gratefully accept awards yeah this this time is like so scary i was watching Something on YouTube. I don't even know what it was. I don't know how I got to it. But it was like this interview where they asked them after they came off of the stage, like, hey, you know, what are you going to do if this like moment doesn't last forever or something like that along those lines? And they were all talking about that. And I think it was like a very interesting thing to discuss about. They're all like kind of realistic that like there's only so much superstardom you can get. There's Mm -hmm. only so far you can go. And usually any ascent also has a decent and like a stabilization, you know, and you can still be popular, have a career. But usually there's a time that's like a golden era in any like main celebrity or artist's life. And it's possible that it's this or it's possible that it keeps expanding. I mean, we really just don't know the capacity, but like. I don't know. I'm just, you know, seeing these images of them accepting awards and it's like this whirlwind. And I definitely think that they seem grateful for it and they're taking it all in. But like, yeah, I can just only imagine being them. And this might be a more sugar mindset because I think he might have said something along (laughs) these lines. But like it is like kind of like scary to think like, okay, we're enjoying this. We're at the top. Everybody's admiring us. Everybody wants to be us. What happens at next year's awards ceremony? Is it the same? Is it not? And like, even when you said like the awards, like, oh, they won every award. But I mean, we should expect that. Is that how it's going to be next year? Or is it going to be like next year? It's like, no, you know what I mean? Like, it's just so crazy. Right. But what was interesting is they they didn't win every award. There were a couple categories that they were nominated in that they didn't win. One one actually got the award for my mind just went blank but for a category that bts was nominated in and they've only they only debuted a little over a year ago i believe so they're a younger band they're kind of what bts was a couple years ago and they're up and coming and people have absolutely loved them so bts is they're kind of the veterans even though we're totally new to this fandom and they're pretty new to to the states as far as like being really well known they've been around for quite some time so they're really the veterans in this there were during the ceremony or during the awards they actually did try to put up captions but it was really laggy but i did catch some and a couple of times when sugar spoke and even jim and they're like we're gonna try to to be better we're gonna make better music for you so i think 
they know that they have to step their game up if they want to continue even just staying stable, like you said, and maybe not growing, but staying where they are and winning all these awards and being having the best fan base, being the best artist, having the best album, having the best song, choreographer. They have to continue to grow and be better. And they just have to find a way for them that works without stomping on them and being like, oh, they have to wear themselves out to be to be better or be different or to continue their success. Also, just so we can like highlight this, BTS ended up winning, what was it, like seven awards? They won seven Best Male Dance Group, Best Male Group, uh, Popularity Award, uh, Best Producer, Best Choreography, um, which I was actually awake for that one to be on Twitter. And I was really excited about that because, as I said on Twitter, their choreographer is amazing. He always makes the best moves like <laughs> hot fire. Um, So I'm just like loving him and I think he needs all the credit in the world. Best digital album. Okay, I'm going to get back to that in a second. And then best artist of the year. So best digital album is that just like, oh, we only determine this by streams because it's like, oh, do they have best like vinyl? (laughs) Like best like old school album. Right. Well, they um, they didn't win. There was another category that uh, twice won and it was um, best selling album. So I think they have like a hard copy and then they do the digital. So yeah, any type of hard copy album that was sold, they didn't win um, twice one for best selling album. And then they won the best digital album. So that's, yeah, that's not streaming, but like purchasing like through iTunes or or whatever. Okay. Digital downloads on it. Awesome. Congratulations to BTS, by the way, for... Um, winning so many of these awards I think what we really want to get into the nitty-gritty the meat are the performances yeah so I think I died a little bit last night um so Charlie Puth who is an American singer and I've I've liked his stuff for a long time there were some songs that he has uh that came out a few years ago that I didn't really know they were his they were kind of popular on the radio and then I I had heard his name and I don't really keep up with him but I enjoy a lot of his songs he was in attendance last night and we had been hearing some chatter that there was going to be a collaboration with him and BTS which we had been looking for for a long time because they always in interviews when they're asked what music influences you they always say Charlie Puth And they had this cute little Twitter thing going on for a while. And it finally happened. Oh, so this is one thing I did want to talk about that was totally different from American Music Award shows as well, are the performances and how they handled them. So Charlie Puth actually is having two concerts in Korea, but he performed last night and he gets out, he performs one of his hit songs. He does the whole set. I'm like, okay, well, I'm waiting for BTS because I knew they were doing a collaboration. And then all of a sudden, he comes out singing one of my favorite songs of his. And then all of a sudden, there's Jungkook singing full on in English live. So he's not in a recording studio. He doesn't have a paper in front of him to read the words. He's live on stage singing the song in English. And it was the We Don't Talk Anymore song which is my favorite Charlie Puth song. And it's JK's. And I didn't know that until last night. And it was so good. 
I got chills and even like I keep finding videos of it and keep watching it and I get chills every single time. Uh, Charlie has an amazing voice and Jungkook just sounded so great speaking in English. Jungkook's voice, I said this on Twitter, like, honestly, there's he just slays in English. Mm-hmm. It just is so good. And that probably comes with, like, a lot of meticulous practice and everything. I know that they said that they worked really hard on it and everything like that. Oh, my gosh. Like, I was just so impressed. I know. He has really good pronunciation in English. It was funny because I was watching a video on VLive the other day. It was an old one. They were celebrating 4 million followers, which they have 11 million now. Um, so that tells you how old it was. They were all fighting over who says the word girl in English better. And J-Hope actually won, but Jungkook was a close second. And this was years ago. So this was like two and a half years ago. He's definitely worked on his English since then. He listens to a lot of English artists and he listens to Charlie Puth. And he did a cover with Jimin, I think, of the song a couple years ago. So he already knew the words and everything. But you just know he was like sitting in his room practicing his pronunciation and singing the song right because he was singing this live in front of millions and millions of people well and as we'll hear later on that's one of his favorite songs and i actually wanted to include the clip of him talking about that just because it's just so cute to hear him speaking english it's pretty wild um it's really 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 cool thanks for having me it's really really cool okay charlie my favorite charlie song is we don't talk anymore hey Oh, thank you. That means a lot. <laughs> What's your favorite BTS song? <laughs> Fake Love. Ah. Okay. Shari, you ready? Oh, shit. Should we do it? Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Oh my gosh, it's so cute. <laughs> it's so weird listening to it without watching it. And it's oh, it's even, I think I like it even better without, I mean, I love to just stare at him, but hearing his <laughs> voice in English without seeing the video is, is really different. And I actually really enjoyed that a lot. I was just so impressed at like his English and I was just like, he sounds so cute. And like, but not cute in like a, you know, patronizing way. Like he sounds really good too, but it's just something that's so unfamiliar. And like, again, I feel kind of bad being like, oh, why am I having this different reaction to him speaking in English versus Korean? But again, it's something I can understand and I get. So like hearing like, oh, this is his voice in English. It's like just so much fun. (laughs) I know. So they do their little conversation. And actually, I want to go back to what you're saying about him singing it so well. Is like Charlie Puth is actually one of his favorite artists. Mm -hmm. And so like this was a dream for Jungkook in particular to share the stage with him, to sing with him. And so I'm sure that he was practicing long before this was even a thing without realizing he was practicing for this moment. 
they have their little conversation and when he says oh we're gonna do this and then jungkook says let's go then it goes into something that i never thought that i needed in my life (laughs) was a ballad version of fake love so fake love is one of my favorite songs and i love the music video i love like the production of the music video i love the music in the song hearing charlie play it on the piano and then in comes rm just rapping to this piano music basically and they were on these like riser things well yeah i could say in pops are yeah like yeah in the middle of the night i was like this is like a slow jack-in-the-box thing happening yeah it was member. it was and it was really cool and then up comes j-hope and then up comes sugar and then they all come in one at a time and they're all singing not acapella because they had you know piano played in the background I know BTS gets a lot of controversy sometimes that they uh, lip sync, but they did not lip sync this song. They couldn't because this is a totally new version of their song. It was really good. I had no idea that that was something that I needed in my life was that version of fake love. And they need to record that and they need to put out like a special album (laughs) with Charlie Puth collaborations and like maybe all their special collaborations or something. And that needs to go on it because I need to hear that again. Charlie Puth basically, he's not even a Korean artist, and he basically had three songs that he sang at this award ceremony. In the States, they try to like cram as many performers in as they can. There's a lot of times they don't even announce all the winners because there's so many different categories. They announce like the main categories and main winners, and then it's just all performances, which can be kind of cool, but you get like a two minute performance from like 50 different people I don't know I feel like they can't always be as quality so this was just different to me because all of the people that performed performed multiple songs and they were on such a grand scale it wasn't just like little dinky performances so this was broadcasted live on V Live, and so people were putting comments the whole time and uh when 101 was performing People were commenting like, man, this actually looks like their concert. And it did. It was like the production value was so crazy for a first year of this award show. So I just thought that was really cool. But I was disappointed at first because I was thinking that that was going to be BTS's only performance because all I had heard was that they were collaborating with Charlie Puth. And Charlie sings a song, then he sings one with JK, and then... He does this little short version of fake love. So I'm thinking, oh, well, that's okay, cool. Like, I was happy that I got to see them. But then when some of the other performers were performing, I'm like, wait, they just performed for like 10 minutes. Where's BTS? Well, we got that a little bit later. Well, and I want to just kind of say what was going through my mind. Because, again, I I got like a patchwork version of this award show, (laughs) (laughs) you know, so I went to bed shortly after like this, but when I woke up, I thought that was it because of what you said about American award shows. It's like, kind of like you get your one shot. If you're collabing, like, okay, there you go. That's your video, you know, or that's your performance. So when I woke up and people were talking about like, Oh, idol performance. I'm like, wait a minute. What? I didn't see idol. I just saw fake love and I saw Jungkook singing with Charlie Puth. So I was so confused, but you're right. There is another performance that was BTS's own performance. Okay. So 
You're going to talk about it, and I'm going to talk about something that confused me when I was watching this performance. Okay. Well, their first performance, uh, they did Save Me, I'm Fine. That's also, I mean, every I can say every one of their songs is my favorite song, but I love both of those songs, and I started learning the dance to Save Me, so I really like that song. And I like the music video a lot to that. I love the message in both of those songs. So they come out and, oh my gosh, they're in this, they were all in denim. Like Okay, you're having the same reaction I was having. Because like when they came out in that denim, and you know I love a ripped jean. A ripped like, jean. Jimin? When, yeah, I was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> and oh my gosh. And then when Junko came out, I mean, he had on like 50 layers of things. But I didn't care. His his jeans, yeah. he had on this like flannel shirt and he had on like the lowest cut shirt that I've ever seen him wear. And then he had this jacket on. But I never knew I needed to see him in that outfit. And then V in blue jeans, because like I mean, we were talking about, he always wears baggy stuff. Mm-hmm. He's always in like baggy pants. So he had on these like fitted ripped blue jeans and a denim jacket. And it's like, uh... Yeah, I didn't know I needed BTS and denim in my life, but I did. Oh, and I agree with you. Save Me slash I'm Fine. It's like the combo of the two songs is one of my favorites. And I just I just love them. I love the dances. I, I actually love the dance moves more and I'm fine. But obviously, I love mm-hmm. both of them. I was mesmerized by denim. And it's all types of denim. This was like a sale at Old Navy or something, you know. They right? were like all of them. It was dark, light distressed mm-hmm. everything you could want like any type of denim you wanted they had it canadian tuxedos never yep. looked so good nope. okay okay sorry, sorry justin timberlake <laughs> <laughs> so okay this is where we get into the part that where i was so confused and i didn't catch it until i was watching this performance a couple more times because i was so confused that's the luxury of watching it later <laughs> because i I'm, could like rewind yeah so they go into i'm fine it just goes into like a center, like focus of like this. Can we talk about that too? This is like some textography, some yeah. typology that is like the most beautiful thing <laughs> on the face of the planet. Um, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, it's so they have this like graphic that says save me. Right. But then like every time they perform the song, it if you turn it upside down, it says I'm fine. So I just think that's so cool. I love it. So the camera was doing their camera work and they were like twisting the save me sign around and I'm fine. And BTS is on their knees. And then when they come back up and start the next performance, they're dressed differently. But it took me a while to realize they had an outfit change. And then I was like, wait a minute, how have they changed their outfit? So fast. (laughs) Because I was like, that's, I mean, it wasn't just like, oh, we changed our shirts. Oh, whatever. It's like no. you're going from denim to um, leather pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously, Jimin had on leather pants. He went from ripped denim jeans to black leather pants. And it's not like he could have had the leather pants under the jeans because you could see his knees and like his legs through the rips in his jeans. Yeah. So it's not so, like they were like rip off clothes or like V usually has baggy pants like he could have like tear offs or whatever. I don't know how they changed so fast. I know how they did it. I had to rewind okay. and watch it like a lot of times. But if you go to like right when like they're lifting V up because I was like, why aren't they doing like the portion where they show him from the bird's eye uh-huh. view? You can see a screen going up of them in like 
their other clothes. So I think what happened is that performance, the first part in denim, was filmed ahead of time, and they showed that part on the screen. And then the um, I'm fine and idle portions go, those were live. Yeah, because I know how they changed for Idol because they had that whole little thing in between. So then they had enough time to change. That makes sense. I didn't, I mean, it was six o'clock, seven, it was seven o'clock in the morning, seven thirty in the morning. And I had been up for five hours with four hours of sleep. So I'm it took sure me wa- <laughs> it took me watching it like three or four times because like I didn't even notice it at first because like I don't I think I only registered that they were wearing different clothes like later on in the performance mm-hmm. I'm like oh they changed but I wasn't thinking about like how they did it and then I watched the performance again and I'm like wait a minute the type of clothes because you know I was really into the denim I'm like the type of clothes right. that they're wearing you can't just like change in two uh-uh. seconds the no. way that they were and I'm like how did they do that what is this wizardry I'm like Hogwarts Harry Potter (laughs) they really are wizards but um especially yeah but their fashion in this is like really great too I love the Cruella DeVille coat or jacket leather jacket that Mm -hmm. Arya is wearing oh my gosh I know I want to borrow that so bad they look super cute and like I said this this song this performance I'm fine I love their energy I love their dance moves okay this might sound weird but I like any dance moves that like also focus on their legs I just really like that and so there's a lot of leg movements in I'm fine and so I just love it yeah well and then so as Erica said then they performed Idol as well after I saw 101's performance I was really looking forward to BTS's other performance because how crazy their music videos are. I mean, I would have loved them to perform Fake Love, but I know they had to perform Idol because that's the song that they won for all their awards, like the choreography and and all of that stuff was for Idol. So, but the production was so cool and I took a lot of screenshots and I liked when they panned out really wide and you could see the whole stage. And just like the video they had playing in the background and that would have been really cool to see. Um, to see that performance and that's one of my favorite dances that they do it's it's just super fun and um the song is so catchy and I it just makes me really happy every time I listen to it so two things that I need to talk about in this um all I could think is like if I were in the audience at the end of like I'm fine into like idol or whatever I'm like uh there's a lot of lasers happening so get ready to be blinded (laughs) I was like this is a laser show on (laughs) on acid or whatever um because it was insane with the lasers I was like oh my gosh um so there's a lot happening uh so wear your sunglasses kids we need to mention this Jungkook is dancing again I mean he kind of towards the end of the tour he was kind of dancing again but not full-on choreography Mm -hmm. um we could see him when they would go like on the end of the stage or whatever and they're all dancing around and stuff and they're not doing um their tight choreography choreography. he would be jumping around and stuff but you could always see his heels sticking out of his shoe so he never fully had his shoe on in those times but yeah so he apparently is healed and doing all of the choreography so it's awesome, but I, so I only saw the Charlie Puth thing, so, like, I, you know, he doesn't dance in that, right. so it's just like, oh, he's walking, whatever, so I'm like, okay, that's, like, normal for what we know of Jungkook right now, but then it, like, just hit me when I was watching the Idol performance and the I'm Fine Save Me, I'm like, we haven't seen him in action in so long, and it's, like, so nice to see them all together, all together. again, and that energy, and I think even, I mean, Jungkook has a powerful dancing energy we all knew that and everything and he just has height and like just 
puts extra on every move. But I think even the other guys being with him and being able to dance with them and take in that energy, they dance better with him mm-hmm. there too. So it's just nice to see. And it's going to throw you off too sometimes because he's the center. So some of the later concerts, they had to kind of change things around and put certain people in other places because he's the center. And if you just leave him out, I don't know, it doesn't really work. So they had to get used to that as well. So it's probably nice for them just to go back to like their normal choreography, having him right there in the middle. And it's probably easier for them. And like you said, he just, he's one of the best dancers and he, is you know their little brother and he you know i'm sure they're super happy to have him healthy and hopefully he is 100 percent healthy and i mean i don't think they would let him let him dance yeah. like that if he wasn't so no and i think the difference too is like this is like an abbreviated performance like right. with his foot doing that you know several nights in a row and all that crazy choreography like the whole time is like right. okay uh, let's not do that. But to do something like, you know, for a few minutes or whatever is probably not like the biggest deal. And also, it's been a while since then. So, you know, he's probably healed up a lot differently. So yeah. but I'm just happy about that. Another thing is like, you know, I like to judge the crowd reaction. <laughs> the crowd to me was loving Jimin. Oh, yeah. They I mean, they obviously they cheer for all the guys, and I saw a lot of love for like Jungkook and and um, Suga and you know all of them actually. When Jimin comes out on Idol with his little part, like you know, it's okay. I I okay, sorry. Anyway, that's with myself. That's Jin's part, but anyway, um, I could also tell the difference in screams. Anyway, anyway, I'm so shady today. I don't mean to be. Um, we love you, Jin. Yeah, I love him. Um, that doesn't sound convincing, but I do. I really do. <laughs> but back to Jimin. Um, no, the crowd went insane when he did his little walking thing with the fan. Well, he mm-hmm. didn't have a fan in this, but in the video, he has a fan. I just, yeah. I just was like, okay, well, I think Jimin's overall becoming like the heartthrob mm-hmm. favorite. Mm-hmm. And he, I mean, it's understandable. He's very good looking. He confuses me so much because when I watch run bts episodes and the bon voyage he's just like the cutest little squishy and more kind of like a little brother but then when he comes out in that denim and i don't know his his hair last night i mean he just had it going on and then that suit when they got out of the car and it's like all right v comes out all right v looks all right and then it's V in his dad suit. V in his dad suit. And then, all right, Jin, you know, Jin's not my cup of tea as far as, like, looks go. I'm like, all right, RM, all right, they look all right. And then Jungkook was the last one, so I hadn't even seen him yet. But then I'm looking at Jimin. I'm like, dang, Jimin in that suit, that tailored suit. So he just confuses me to no end because... He's just like this cutest little squishy face. And then he also has, I like the memes where it's like his profile and you see the jawline and then there's like a front view and his little squishy cheeks. And it just, it's so confusing and I don't even know what to think sometimes. Yeah. It's just the best of both worlds. It's like adorable and hot, you know? So yeah, Jimin is, he's living his best life right now. Everybody's noticing it. He's growing up. He is. They all are. And 
it's weird to me sometimes because he and V seem younger than Jungkook a lot just because of their personalities. And so I always get really confused and forget that they're older. They're two years older than him. But he's really coming into his own. And that goes back around to what I was saying about him speaking up last night. And almost every single award that they won, like a handful of them, he was the first person to speak, which I thought was so cool because we don't get to see that side from Jimin a lot. He's more of like the little brother and in the background and when it comes to speeches and and talking in front of crowds. So I know our babies are growing up. I like how we say this, but we've only been liking BTS for less than, I mean, Two months has been, like, the, the timeline. I know. I don't care because I feel like they've been part of my life for a whole lot longer. So I'm going to embrace it. This is an eternal, timeless love, right? It is. Um, Yeah, it was meant to be. It was written in the stars before it even happened. So overall thoughts on the award show? I really enjoyed it. And I'm very, very happy that I got up to watch it. I'm not as tired as I thought because I I actually got eight hours of sleep total. It just was broken up into four hour stretches with a <laughs> like a six hour award show in between. And actually what I was saying before, I was getting pretty tired around the 6, 630 mark. But when BTS did their actual performance, I was like, I was up and I was into it. And when they started playing the music to save me, like I actually kind of screamed a little bit and I was like, oh, I need to be (laughs) quiet because there's people in my house sleeping (laughs) and my, I scared my dogs and it was almost like I was there. So I'm really glad I got to watch it live. And, um, what about you? For me, I honestly could have stayed up. I like I I felt the same way. I was getting really energized, um, but my phone was dying and my cord was really far away. So <laughs> I was like, well, guess it's time for me to go to bed and I'll just catch the rest of this in the morning. Something I obviously didn't get to watch their award uh, show acceptances or anything else, but I did see on Twitter that some of the people were saying that like, they're like, you know, BTS is so amazing because when they have acceptance speeches for their awards, they don't just like accept them. They really speak to and thank ARMY. Mm-hmm. I just thought that, and like appreciate ARMY and like, I don't know. I just love how connected they are to their fans and everything. Yeah, every single, they won seven awards last night and every single one. And that's something that I could understand is I, I started learning the Korean alphabet and in Korean, it's ah, me is is how it's spelled. So it's two letters, but that's how they say army. So every single time they won, they would say army or hey, army and thank you. Like every single time it is. It's really refreshing because sometimes artists don't thank their fans or or they'll only thank them, you know, one time. And then they really go into thanking their like producers and all the people behind the scenes and stuff, which they do as well. But army is number one for them. And I mean, that's why they do what they do and why they're so successful. So, I mean, I this is my first award show experience with BTS and I definitely enjoyed it. And um, like, yeah, listening to your experience, Molly, made me feel like, oh, maybe next time I should really like just be up live for it just because like that is exciting. And just like, again, when I was up in the middle of the night, It was fun to just be on Twitter and see everybody's Mm -hmm. reactions to everything. Yeah, so hopefully um, I'm definitely going to stay up next year for this one as well. I like that they um, broadcasted it live on VLive. So 
I was able to watch it. I'm hoping any other award ceremonies, um, like Korean award ceremonies that there are, that I'm able to find a way to watch it. So at least for the next seven years, I'm going to be streaming this one live every year. (laughs) I like how you have the next seven years mapped out. But (laughs) hey, we got seven years, so we got to use them. Yeah, so thanks for listening to our reaction from the MBC Genie Music Awards. Congrats to BTS on all of their awards. We're so proud of you. We purple you. Till the next time, why say no when you can say B-T? Yes. (laughs) Bye, y'all.